go-to man. Israel Dalau! Is he? Is he in? You better believe it. New Zealand Rugby's organised a crisis <laughs> meeting with uh, Stephen Larkin. Sit back, relax, put your belt on, enjoy the show. Alright, welcome to the Fantasy XV Draft Podcast, Episode 10. The podcast where we discuss fantasy super rugby, the game they play online in heaven. I'm your host, Kagi, and again with me this week, we have Harry. How you doing, mate? Very good. And the super sub become regular. Uh, Nabung, how are you, mate? Hopefully regular, but Mata'ele off the bench this time. You're Mata'ele off the bench this week. Good. I was going to say, can you explain that? Because um, he scored so much off no, the bench. No, can you explain this? Like, I don't think we ever explained the super sub, did we? No, we did. The first time. he was he, When he came in and subbed in for one week, we said he's, he's a super sub like Malcolm Marks was that week. It doesn't make sense that we keep saying Malcolm Marks because Malcolm Marks that week was the only week he came no, off the bench. I understand that. I just figured we never clarified that each week he was going to tell us who his super sub of the week was because he's our super sub. I'm honest, I think the listeners understood what was going on here. I think it was just you that kind of over your head. But I don't know if it's rude to insult the listeners. I was just insulting you, not oh, the okay, listeners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> last yeah. week was Duffy, this week is Matele off the bench. Very that's, good. That's the scam. And you just found out his, about, about his family relations this week. You're only about two years old. Yeah, wow, well, man. Do you want to tell us what that is again? Who is he? His uncle or nephew? What is it? He is His uncle is Tamani Valu. Seta Tamani Valu. Seta Tamani Valu. No, Seta. He plays wing now. His name is Seta. He plays wing now. His first he, name he is Seta. He, he's listed. Can we get off? <laughs> we got him right get off the intro? All right, good. <laughs> yeah, we are, we he, are crushing it. He, Let's he move a, on. He is a centre. Um, yeah, okay. And his name is Tamani Bali. <laughs> well done. All right. Well, if you are still listening and intend to still listen... Um, Please be sure to, uh, or if you don't want to listen, just instead go and check out our website, fantasyxpdraft.com, where you can find our weekly articles. Uh, Harry, extremely vigilant in posting the, the casualty ward at 8am every Monday with all of your Super Rugby injury news. Nothing better to do, Kagi. That's it. Then you get the nice, well-written <laughs> and crafted journalistic piece, the uh, round in review that usually comes out on Wednesdays. Who does that? That's me. Um, and, <laughs> uh, and then bringing it home, the super sub, Manasa Mataeli here writes up the stock market and he uh, he tells you who to pick up and who to get rid of and uh, what's what. So, Listen um, up. Yeah, otherwise look at after us on uh, socials, Fantasy XP Draft on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Um, if you still want to, I mean, you might not after that intro, but that's fine. Um, I reckon, has Nabung just become a hype man? <laughs> oh, nothing, what? What? <laughs> nothing but the hype, though. That's, no, it's true. That's he's he's told me he's got, he's uh, he's he's been interrupted too many times now. He's going to be more assertive this week, and he's going to speak up and right. keep us in check. So looking forward to it. Me too. Um, all right. So look, uh, let's get straight stuck into our entree this week. Uh, it's round so the tenth podcast, but round eleven in review. Uh, this round featured buys to the Chiefs, Sharks, and Waratahs. Which uh, I'm sure many people had fantasy players in those uh, in that game, or oh, those teams. Sorry, um, and so yeah, taking us to the first fixture this week, the Hurricanes uh, 43 defeated the Sunwolves 13, and uh, Navon, take us away. Thank you, David. That was um, very professional of you. Um, <laughs> as I said, um, yeah, no, the Hurricanes <laughs> did win uh, 43 to 15 of the Sunwolves. Um, the I feel like the scoreline doesn't actually represent uh, the scoreline of what happened. The the last 10, 15 minutes where the Sunwolves kind of let the Hurricanes blow out. 
Um, pretty disappointed. The Sun was actually the Australian favourite of the conference. Um, <laughs> the Hurricanes got three tries in the last six minutes. They did, yeah. yeah. So, um, it was pretty slack, I feel. That's it. Actually, our uh, our friends of the podcast, the Elite Rugby Banter Boys, were talking about... Oh, shout out. Shout out there. They were, they were talking about how... Um, the Sunwolves didn't really have any incentive to keep playing at the end there. You know, the bonus points for seven points to get back in it. But uh, if, you, if you know you're not going to get within seven, then it's just like, well, fuck it really. You know, just let it go. Well, um, exactly so. right. So we saw um, Vince Asso, who we, we weren't entirely sure. We, obviously, he was going to start, but um, he, he was this and that. He scored a whole 105 points. Uh, 105 points consisting of... Um, two tries, which should have been at least four. Yeah, he did bomb a few, that's for sure. He, yeah. he, he was so close to the Ryan Gwaddy this week. He was, yeah. Um, Hashtag Ryan Gwaddy, keep it alive. But the the referee actually called him back at least uh, half a dozen times. TMO. At least two. Artie Sevilla stole even, one from him, I'm pretty sure. Not even yeah. the ref, it was the TMO. Again... The Elite Rugby Banners boys were talking about whether or not the TMO has too much power. I'm well, completely on board with that. One of those was he said, it's within the last two phases, so you need to go back. The umpire didn't ask for it. The ref didn't ask for it. Surely he can't just pick and choose whatever he wants. He called it back a long time away from across oh, yeah. the other side of the field. He goes, two phases. Yeah, he goes he two, two phases, phases, but like, you know, there should be, if it's 80 metres back down the other end of the field, there should be a metre limit as well, you know? Like, no, but, but beyond that, doesn't the actual main ref have to ask? No, they he, don't. That's the thing. TMOs have the power. That's ridiculous. That, that's, it should be the ref has to ask to go to the TMO, but no, TMOs get interrupted any time and say, look, I saw this. Just want to recommend it. And we have seen instances where the team has gone, oh, you might just want to look at this, and the ref's gone, no, we're good. Uh, let's yeah. just move on. Just ignore them. But um, it's really about who's the stronger personality. Kind of like this podcast, to be honest with you. But um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't say much. Um, anyway, Vince Arso scored two tries. He got two try assists as well. Um, he got 10 runs for 101 run meters. So at least 10 run meters per run. Um, seven tackle bus, three offloads, one ineffective offload, three line breaks, one line break create, and the stats just keep on going on. Seven tackles for someone in the in the centres as well. He had an absolutely superb game for um, someone that probably shouldn't actually be in the lineup, but is. Um, they have a lot of people coming back, and that and was because they gave Nagani Lamape a rest this week. Exactly right. So they put Proctor at outside centre. They put no Proctor plays outside centre every week, but that's all. I'll try again. He's the he's the favourite, man. He's <laughs> the Chris Boyd favourite. Yes. Best centre in the best world. Best centre in New Zealand. No, in the world actually. I'm sure. Yeah. Boyd's well, if it's in New Zealand, it's the world, man. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. True story. Um, but Vince also at inside centre. It's, in, it's a new one. I wouldn't say that. Obviously, Proctor is the outside centre for the Canes. Mm. For the Canes, but. Vince, Vince Arso is a centre. He plays 12 or 13. It's just because there's no room for him ever. He happened to play on the wing. I, I think it's year. fair to say that we don't believe we'll start next week. There's just too much. Yeah, no. exactly. Is, is the point that I was trying to get at. Look, yeah. they do have to rest Lamarpe one more time before the Junior Internationals. So uh, there is going to be another shot for him there. but Because um, he's played every game so far, Lamarpe. Um, but yeah, Arso is one of those guys. We've all been burned by him. You picked him up in your team. He got you nothing, or you've picked him up, and he happened to get you, you know, a hell of a score one one week up. I'm genuinely surprised yes. that neither of you, who both picked up centers this week, um, I didn't. Oh, sorry, who were considering picking up centers this week, yeah. or you didn't? He did. I was torn. Didn't pick him up. So 
I was very torn. Your loss. Exactly well, right. Wins a win, man. I don't care. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, true, next true next scores after Arso were Jordy Barrett with 69. Julian Sevilla, who actually came back and turned it up a little bit with 50 points. Yeah, the bus. Um, Reed Princep with 49. So they're all Hurricanes players. Don't like his name, though. And then you have the best Summers player, uh, Grant Hatting, with 48 points, who turned it up a little bit. He seemed to get involved with every single play. That's not a biased opinion at all, is it? No, I agree. I actually think he's really he's pretty solid as well. The fact that they named him at the start of the season as a potential Lucy as well, and he's just... This is his best game, I agree. I was but, just going to say, let's calm down, best Sunwolves player. No, for the week. For the week, definitely okay, for the okay, week. For the yeah. week. For the week. Good. Sit down, son. Sit yeah, down. For the week. I know you brought your own seat for this particular <laughs> podcast. I know your back's a little bit sore, but please sit down. It's from carrying this fucking podcast every week. That's why I'm <laughs> sore, yeah. So Julian Sevilla got fifty points. It was actually turned it up for a Sevilla. I was quite I was happy as a Sevilla owner. He um, turned it up a little bit. Uh Reed Princep uh, scored forty nine points as the number eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he looks good. He's, he's, he looks like I don't know if he's going to be a Victor Vito of the future, but he's actually quite like he's very young, but he's a bit bigger than you that I realised. Prince Yeah, like I don't, I'm, I'm not saying a fair bit last year. He did. That's what I mean. But last year he was a lot smaller. He's put on a bit more size. I'm not saying he's anywhere near going to be in the league of Victor Vito, but they haven't had like a big eight. Uh, I know he normally plays a bit of six as well, but he's uh, he, Gareth Evans. He's, he's put on a lot of size. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, he's quite. He put some powerful hits in. Uh, Adi Sevilla on his return with from a sore injured rib for 46, which is actually one of his top scores. Oh, it was great his, points. Far his best great score. points yeah. considering he had done didn't do much in the game. So mm. yeah, um, yeah. I actually traded Adi Sevilla, and uh, apparently he returns. That's it. Yeah. When you trade him to me, yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, and Lappy's obviously scored um, pretty solid with 43 points. This season, yeah. oh, this uh, this particular round, and I like that my boy Ben Lamb was just very quiet this game. Just didn't get any ball. Yeah, so. that was probably the biggest surprise, wasn't it? Mm. Nothing went out his way. This was, yeah, that was that was very surprising. Mm. Uh, anything else in that one? Were there any injuries or anything? I don't think so. Oh, Nahe Milner Scudder returning. Um, so yeah, it's he, more of the week week the returns more than anything. That's it. Uh, who else was there returning? Lousy off the bench. Mm. From that shoulder injury, he didn't get much of an opportunity, but obviously one of their, their preferred second rowers. Yeah, this year it seems like it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we saw Yutamura and Hori both suffer concussions, but they're, they're back this week. No, they played this week. Did they come back? Yeah, they, from, came, yeah, they yeah, came back so from concussions. So Tamura came off, off the bench. bench. Yeah, exactly. Right. And uh, Shotahori started That's over Bredvatsa. Bredvatsa, yeah. 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 Oh, good stuff. Um, that, that was that. What, what, do we, what do we say? I know we've spent at least three times the amount of time we should on this game to start with, but... um. Nehe, mixed opinions. The the entire crowd went up in uh, you know big roar when he ran on the field. I yeah. think Harry's saying he's overhyped. As a player, I love him. Yeah. As a fantasy player, I don't think he's very good. He um he's number one is super injury prone, which is never a good thing. He's the Charlie Natai of the Hurricanes. Yeah. But beyond that, I actually looked at his averages. Last year, his average was thirty. The average the year before that was twenty eight. So I mean, two years ago was his breakout year. I think was no, no. His breakout year was the super. The um, it was twenty fifteen. Yeah, it was a while ago. But either way, he hasn't actually been a really high scoring outside back for at least two years. So he's not played any games, mate. Obviously, we're going to get to it when it comes to next week. But you have the whole theory. Ben Lamb came off to have Milner Scudder come in. Mm -hmm. We're going to get to that next week. But that's 
Yeah. What's going to happen in his return? Yeah. To, to, me, to me, that was just Lamb needs a rest. He's been carrying the outside backs for a while. That's Fair enough. No, and no. I, I do I do want to mention that um, they posted something on Instagram and uh, Milner Scudder's girlfriend actually had a bit of a look in on the photo and kudos to you, Milner. You're doing all right for yourself. <laughs> we can move on to the next game. Thank you. Can I, one last thing. Yes. 2014, his average was also 17.9. How many games did he play? Did he play a few? No? I, I don't have the... the, the game I can game. go find him if you really need it, but 17.9, 28.44, 31.5. been good the, for a long look, time. I'm the same as you. I love Milner, but for me, for mine, it's just... Um, when, you when, you, when you do your... It's, he's done the shoulder twice now. You know, like I just, yeah, he's, he's already not a big guy. He had the, the foot injury that was really yeah. bad last um, year. Unless you're Wasecki Naholo and can keep breaking your leg and go to the Fiji and witch doctors <laughs> and get them solved, I don't, I don't believe, I, you know, if you keep injuring yourself, it's downhill. All right, good. Moving on. Next game Stormers and Rebels. Yes, that'll be me. Mm. So, top scorers for the week Damian D'Alende continues his awesome form with 69 points. The man just knows how to score. This, this is. Uh, we've said it before, but reminiscent of what 2015, I think, where he was just unstoppable. Yeah, you got a light up pin with Canada, the Canadian flag on it, Kagi. Enjoy <laughs> that. That's for you. Hard run. Yeah. Hey, yes. Let's go, Tyler. <laughs> um, yeah. So, sorry. I know this isn't videoed, but the important thing is there's a light coming up Canadian soon. pin. No, not coming soon. Dialende, 69 points, one try, one try assist, two line breaks, seven tackle bust, 86 run metres from his 11 runs. So just massively involved all the way through at the moment. So he's he's playing very, very well. Mm. And I, I think he's right up there now. Is he the third ranked centre now? Does anyone have that in front of them? He oh. must be right up there. Well, I could have it in a second. He is. Yeah. But he's a guy that's literally coming into form. He's, um, he, as he said, from the last past two years where he was actually picked for his form back then. Yeah. Um, for the for the Bockies team, he's he's come back and he's hitting some form for the World Cup coming yeah. up next year. Exactly. Yeah, I think he's 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 him and the Giant have got to be the favourites for that inside centre role, yeah. especially with the Lions struggling to find someone to have any form. Exactly. Uh, he's he's ranked fifth at the moment on forty four point five average. Diancia is still on forty five. Then you got Lamarpe forty six six, Karevi forty nine seven, and Rico still on top fifty one four. Yeah, keep scoring even though he got twenty five this week. Uh, exactly. Moving on, the next top scorer we had was Sefanayavalu. Originally not meant to be included. We had Jack Maddox with a foot injury. We found out someone hit us up on Facebook. I, I feel like it was the Elite Rugby banter boys again, actually. I don't know. Yeah, you're looking at me for answers. I've got nothing. Uh, good, okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was those fellas. They they showed us that there was a photo of the Rebels of just a few of the uh, the prettier backline boys posing for a photo and Maddox was in a boot. So right. apparently injured his foot in a boot. To me, that says it's not a good scenario. My gut feeling is he's going to be gone for a while. Um, reminiscent of... Something like Nehe Milnaskata's injury from last right. year, which went on forever. Moon boots are just becoming fashionable these days, you know? Maybe he's mm, just. Yeah, I'm waiting for the guy to be wearing two. <laughs> 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 so, anyway, Nahavala of the bench, 56 points. Mm. Vilemsi, my, in my regards, probably the best fly half in the game at the moment for fantasy. Uh, maybe not real real footy, but who cares about that? 55 <laughs> points. Dylan Lage, the best game of the year by far Yee-hoo. from him. 50, 52 points. I know Kagi was very happy. He was rating him to come into some form with the Stormers having really easy run home compared to a lot of teams. And 
he showed his form, 52. I thought um, I thought the biggest news out of that was not only Lazer's return to form, but beyond that, it was like a nail in the coffin to SP Maria. Yeah. So yeah. The, the blokes... The Can guys you not, believe it? Well, SP Maria, one of the form outside backs last year, will not start at wing. I just yeah. don't see him starting there. He's no. too... He's too all over the shop. I don't think he's he's the consistent wing you need. He so. could possibly drop out of the twenty three altogether. You know what I mean? Like, he could seriously. Like They've got a lot of outside backs. Can can you believe it? Yeah, but he scored that many points in the last year. That it was probably enough for two years. You've averaged out. Know. I, I think it'd be really hard to drop him if you have him, but you'll get nothing for him if you trade him. So mm. it's a, it sucks if you own him. Then I think you're in a bad position. That's it. The other one was JJ Engelbrecht too. Obviously. Uh, we finished on 39 points. He he took that other wing role that we might see go to Sanatla or Rule Ram, well, Ram, or something Ram, like yeah. that. Well, they've got a lot of options there. Right. At the sure, surely Raymond Rule is a starter. Craig Barry, yeah, surely Craig Barry will get a sack next week as well. Yeah. Um, what kind of name is that anyway? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so that, that were the big ones for the week. Um, the only other thing I had, I think there was, were there a couple of sad performances from these guys? Um, I'm just stalling to be honest. Uh, yeah. Bill Meeks, I I keep talking crap on him. I don't think his scores are reproducible, and I still stand by that. I'm waiting for it to drop. Hopefully, this isn't Caleb Timu 2.0. But as good of a player as he is, I just don't see him continually making uh, line breaks. And I've been wrong for two weeks in a row. But again, I I don't think Bill Meeks is a top class center. I backed I backed the picking up a bit. One of the uh, you did uh, guys picked him up this week, and I said he's. He's just good for at least thirty-five points, you know. That's I think. And he got exactly thirty-five oh, this week. Go. He's just oh, there. You go. I just feel like that's in and about where he's going to get every week. He just yeah. he just gets involved in everything, and he doesn't make many mistakes. Which is why I like it. So, yeah, absolutely. So the the other, I, I guess, my favourite thing looking at this week was they moved uh, PSDT Peter Steph Dutoit back to lock this week, mm. and they named. I was going to just say some bum, but I feel like that was pretty harsh. So. His name is Jakobus van Dijk, uh, a.k.a. Sam Bum. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it'd be interesting to look at the scores that... Uh, a.k.a. not Kobus Visser. Exactly. Visser yeah. uh, off the bench, I'll come to that. Mm. PSDT, Lock versus Lucy, where's he actually score his points? So yeah. he's now played five games starting at second row for a 34.4 average, which is nothing to be scoffed at. Friggin' awesome. Yeah, but absolutely. it's top As tier. a lock. As yeah. a lock. It's, yeah. it, it sits him in the top five and equal with most of them. Mm. Uh, as a flanker, he's played three games now for an average of 55.67. Boomfa. Yeah. Huge. No, 45, a 71, and a 51. So... Even his quiet weeks are still mid-40s, mm, so if he starts there, look out. But I, I think that brings me back to, to what you said. Kepas Visse is back, came mm. off the bench this week. I know that the coach seems to be a big fan of him in all the presses, so my expectation is Visse plays in their number seven, our number six jersey next week, yeah. and you see Peter Steph Dutoit start at lock for the majority of the season from here. Yeah. And so Visse is a good picker, is that what we think? Well, that's, that's an interesting one. He's played two games. The first one, I think yeah. he got 77. Yeah. And I was Obviously raving about well. him. I yeah. couldn't wait. He, had just, him. he looks so good. I yeah. picked him up, then got injured. But 
Uh, he's a risk, but if you if you want someone with some upside, he's a big boy. He's got a lot of physicality and a lot to like about him. Is, is he a fetcher? Is he? A, I don't think so. No, I think he's, he, he plays their six jersey. So you know okay. the the, the Saf is obviously their seven is our six. So they they swap them over. No. So he's no, he's absolutely not a fetcher. Okay, he their plays seven in their seven. Yeah, so okay. he plays yeah, as yeah, our yeah, six. Yeah. So he's a ball runner, mm. offload, breaks tackles, that kind of stuff, and okay. just likes putting people on their ass. So great okay. to watch. Uh, if you need a Lucy and you can hold him as on your bench i think he'd be an awesome pickup but i probably wouldn't pick him up to start this week okay excellent quickly kicking on this game uh coleman had his best week yet <laughs> but we all still stand by we're all in agreement here that he needs a rest yeah. so the all backs get their rest week coleman has been injured for the entirety of the season <laughs> you've heard us say it before just someone put him down he will not it, it looks like no matter what you could break the bloke's leg and he's going to try and play the game out for the boys <laughs> the issue is that He's not playing well for the boys. And, so, and we're saying this still, even though this is probably his best week he's had. It was his best week. Um, Fantasy week. He got 27 points this yeah. week. But but every <laughs> week prior to this. I think like, he's had one line break for the season I can remember him making. And, <laughs> and that was it. Like The bloke is meant to be a physical presence and he's not bringing it. So he not, needs to have a rest. Not at all. Yeah. Do, you, do you reckon he's just out there for the line-out dominance? They're like, we just need him for that. I honestly think that's not it. Because they've got, what's his name? The, um, Jeff Parling. Parling is clearly going to be the best line-out player out of their, Lucy, their lock. Mm. It's purely just the fact that he thinks he's the leader and he needs to be there, yeah. but he needs a rest. Um, I agree. He does. Yeah. The other one I thought of was Khaleesi. See, Khaleesi last year was phenomenal on the back of never being that good, and it was on the and, and it was all because of how good his running game was last year. I think he scored all right the, this the, week. The again. step up to captaincy. Yeah, but he's just he's just not running. I'm not seeing he's, it he's, from him. Did you say he started off this year, right? He started off pretty well. Yeah. He well. No, he did start Yeah, well. but he has, he has, nothing, he's, ta- he's nothing tapered like off. he was. Nothing like he was. No, no, I think he At started. the back end of last year, yeah. he, he, I actually think he started well this year, hmm. but he has tapered off. I don't know whether it's been the, the captain, probably the captain of the Safford team as well. I don't know why. They haven't changed much in their back, back three. Oh, actually, I guess well, they've got Paul Steph in a few times. Put, put it this way, he, his average last year was 38, and he was the 8th best Lucy in the game. This year, his average is 27.7, and I can't even find how low he goes to find him. Like He's right okay. he's 10 points lower, and I think that's that's probably yeah. actually pretty generous in terms of his form. Okay. Um, and I guess, look, we'll talk about it next, for the next week, but not, not she started again this week. Yeah. Um, over, yeah. Over a couple of weeks in a row time. means maybe they're starting to favour him, but... I don't know. Was last last year they just did the rotation policy? They kept throwing them around. Notchy um, did bomb an absolute zero yeah, oh, try this week. It was so. worse than Dylan Hunt's last mm, week, oh, mate. It just it was right out in, in the bread basket. Nothing in front of him. Uh, yeah. Sanatla made his comeback from a bench. Sevens player seems to be a fan favourite despite not having really any credentials in 15s yet. But he got a good cheer as he came. Yeah, on. Yeah, he's yeah. exciting though. He's exciting and he's uh, the we, predator. Yeah, and that, that's about it from this one actually. Perfect. Moving on. All right. Reds uh, and the Lions. Up um, the Aussie teams. This is, you know, the old... Uh, the Up old, the Reds. The old adage, it was a game of two halves. Well, there couldn't be any clearer cut uh, a game than this. The Reds, 20... No, they got to, it wasn't 27 nil the end of the first half. It was 24. 24 nil mm. end of half time. Mm. And we were just talking about how I'm probably going to go back and re-watch that half at some point this week because that was just an enjoyable... First half of rugby. I, I thought it was the best half of any Aussie team this year. I'm, it was I'm, really I'm more than happy to, to agree no, with that. We we all said that like if they blow this first half lead, there is something wrong with Australian <laughs> That's true, rugby. Yeah, yeah. It was it was sad that we were all saying it in a thread like we kind of yeah. half expected. We're at half time going, <laughs> and, and that's what yeah. nearly happened. That's the uh, thing. Yeah. 
So, so obviously the second half brings the second half. It was then uh, so the Lions twenty two to three in the second half. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and they they looked they looked well capable of running away with it there and taking it in the end. So, um, yeah, it looked just absolutely different teams. I mean, the the thing I'd say about the Reds in the first half was two they did two things well. One physicality. They came out there and they bloody smashed them. It was they more just, like what they yeah. did in the first half of the yeah. season when they were just looking like a team that just had absolute, you know, wore their heart in their sleeves and oh, were just right. Brad Thorne got up them and really... I know. I can't, I can't remember who it was now. I was just thinking, I think it was... Um, no, Stewart played the whole game. Someone who came on in the second half, they, they like messed up, made a mistake and they dropped the ball and they just like, you know, had that look on their face like, oh, damn it, I've, I've messed up. But, but all I saw in that face... Bob Simmons? No, he's not there. <laughs> he's not there. No, all, I, all, 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 all I saw in that face was like they stuffed up and I could just see the fear of having to deal with Brad Bourne <laughs> <Yeah>. on Monday <laughs> in the analyst room. He would really get up. Oh, absolutely. So anyway, now the Reds, they did two things. Well, physicality and the second thing was they just didn't make mistakes. It was very un-Australian. They just held the ball. They didn't drop the ball. They had, they were composed. Um, you know, it was just... Anyway, it was an incredible game. So, um, Malcolm Marks, top scored this one. 84 points, two tries, 10 runs, tackle bust, offloads, um, line break. You know, seven tackles. He's just stuck into everything. He only had seemed to get points for one turnover force, but I think he... I remember seeing him get more than one in the game. Um but, you know, he's always there, thereabouts. That's it. So he was incredible. Um, and look, his uh, his opposition um, BPA Brendan Payanga was also pretty incredible in this one. He uh, ended up on sixty points uh, or sixty three, I think. Sorry, um, he had a try, a couple of runs, uh, made eleven tackles, um, and yeah. So you know, Marks had ten successful lineout throws. BPA had nine successful lineout throws. But I do remember the Reds did kind of start shying away a bit from the line out, even though they've got a very good line out. They did start shying away a bit because um, the Lions were getting up and after them. I'm sure, I think they made a few steals there. So yeah, yeah. yeah, I was going to say I don't know that they got that good a line out. Their scrums rock solid. No, I, yeah. I don't. The, the Reds much. had them had them in the scrum, and the Lions had them in the line out. I think the it Lions was, had the most steals of the of the entire competition. It was good to see. Yeah. You know what the Reds played like they did in the first three games of the season, where they were physical, they dominated the scrum, and they looked like they were all attitude. That's it, and. Uh, and look, the front rowers got rewarded, like some of the top scorers in this game. So, yeah, Malcolm Marks, BPA, two of the top scorers. Then we had um, uh, JP Smith, who started in place of the injured uh, James Slipper. And, um, yeah, he got 48 points, bagged himself a try from the back of a rolling mall. So that was pretty good for him. Um, what about Dagoonie, mate? What, what did Dagoonie get? Yeah, we'll get on to Dagoonie, mate. I know you got a hard-on for him, mate. I but, do. Um, I want to take that little segment. All right, mate. Tell us about Filippo Dagoonie. He got 56 points, mate. What did he get up to? He, he he literally... He's the man of the moment for me because I have him in my team, yes. Man of the moment. All right. Yes. Yeah. And I, uh, <clears throat> he, he, he's a good man. I, I, I think <laughs> Dagoonie is a good man. Getting better and better. He, yeah, he is. <laughs> he, he can kick the ball. He played for Fiji, for the, with the Fiji soccer team. Goalie, wasn't he? he? Did. Goalie? I think he's a goalie, yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. But his stats were, um, he, he ran seven I will, times. I will say with the kicking, though. So, Hamish Stewart you know, <clears throat> missed, two in, missed two in a row. But So, then Dalgunu got given the kicking duties. But the first two kicks he made were right in front. So, it's a bit harsh to, to take away the duties when it's right in front. You, then, know, you, know. you get know, Hamish Stewart's... You want to get Hamish, back in form. Hamish Stewart's kicking stats now are 0%. That's <laughs> what his kicking stats are now. you got to give him the ones in front as well. 100% yes, but you know Dagoon is not the actual proper kicker because he kicks the ball so high up the posts. Right. He oh, yeah. just literally goes off form yeah. and just kicks it straight through. 
I like but that though. Like like when Hodgie kicks 100%. it, like yeah. it could be like ten meters in front, and Hodgie is like, yeah. I'm going to kick it out of the stadium. You know, like, <laughs> which is which is what Dagunu is all about. Yeah, um, but his one hundred ten percent is that what you're saying? Yeah, one hundred percent. But his his run his his runs were seven meters. Run meters one hundred and four. Very good. So that's over ten meters per per run. Made. The key stat for the boys here. The key stat exactly. Two tackle busts. Uh, two offloads, two line breaks, and ten tackles. And I, he actually got ten in there. Ten tackles? He can tackle? He can. And 110% uh, legend. 100%. Exactly. 110, <laughs> can you stop following 110 up? 110% legend. 110% legend. Dyslexic or something. But he, he did get up there with a pilfer. He was there for a pilfer. He did. Oh, oh, well, to be fair, that was actually... For a winger. That was Tupo's pilfer, really. No, but it wasn't because of the Come stats on, say that it was Dalgunas. Yeah, because because he was locked in with Tupo over the ball, mate. So it was one this week. He's going to be up there with Waseki for two next week. But I'm not sure Waiseki did. He didn't even play. But I'm sure that Waiseki. Well, I'm glad that you knew that Waiseki didn't play. Of course. And we'll leave you to your opinions about him having more pilfers than Waiseki. This is your game. Moving on. Please move on. Um, So returning from injury, um, we had uh, Kyle Brink off the bench uh, after a nerve entrapment shoulder injury. I'm not sure if I'm getting punked here. Is that what that was? No, no. He belted his shoulder, and they said it was a nerve injury. Nerve entrapment. First, that sounds. It, it is what it is. So there's, okay. there's, I don't know, no one wants to hear this, what but there's lots of nerves across the front of your neck and shoulder. Mm-hmm. So if you injure your shoulder, you can kind of track and traction and irritate those nerves. So I assume that's what they mean. It sounds right. like something you'd actually get with It was actually in, in quotations yeah. on the oh, casual. Many war. times for you, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in in quotations. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Um, anyway, no, well, Kyle Brent, we don't know. He hammers people. We've talked about it on the podcast before. There was that one game he was just absolutely, he was the hitman. He was absolutely annihilating people. But, um, so he's off the bench. Surely he'll be back to starting position soon. Um, so does that... I mean, we assume that means Mostert back to... Lock. That's for the preview next week, mate. Sorry, mate. For the, the preview. Got excited. Yeah, Got that's excited. it. Too keen. Um, all right, and Caleb Timu, he had a syndesmosis. I can't say that word, syndesmosis. Now it. Basically, he just had a high ankle sprain, um, and he walked off, so... Um, it's yeah, it shouldn't be too bad. It's Caleb Tim who's a bit of a beast anyway. I'm sure we'll see him back next week. They said uh, on one of the sorry, um, after the buy. They said on one of the commentary teams after that their medical team had already said they expected him back after the buy. So yeah. it's it's all good signs from that. Could and be then, could be far, far worse, put it that way. It's not a great injury, so Okay, and then the yeah, other talking points, so look, I mean in terms of points, uh, after Dale Gurney where JB Smith forty eight, Caleb Timu rock solid consistency 38 almost in spite of Harry um, <laughs> and uh, Captain Mostert 37 he's been he's also been rock solid so playing at flanker and and stepping up and captaining the team Franco Mostert seems to get at least 37 every week kind of like Peter Steftatoy we should actually do the analysis on that we haven't done it but we should um, yeah look you guys can't do that fast enough so we'll get to that for, for the preview um and look, uh, other things in this game, it was interesting to see Madosh Tamwe got brought off. So he didn't have an injury. He just got subbed off. And the Lions went with a 6-2 bench. They had six forwards, two backs. And so they subbed off Tamwe by bringing on Nick Groom, the halfback, replacement halfback. And Dylan Smith, the halfback who was playing, moved to wing because apparently he's a winger as well. Yeah, no, he's a... He's a he, mighty small winger, I'll tell you that much. God, don't, for, don't forget that that fact. That is awesome. If but, you look at their bench and there's no winger on the bench, yeah. expect Dylan Smith to get a run at winger. He's like a Francois Hugard. He's, he's one that can slip from halfback Just to heaps worse. Way worse. Like, heaps. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah of he, course. He looks like... Um, 
half of the hair has fallen out of his head just from um, not being. A God, what he looks shaker. like. He looks. He looks, ben, like, he looks Cron- like Benjamin Cron- Button. Cron- no, he's Benjamin Button. Mate. He looks exactly like Cronje. Exactly like he him. does. Yeah. yeah, no, I actually thought it was Cronje there for a little bit. So did I. Um, but no. Yes. Um, and look, I guess the last thing to talk about from this game, which I guess we can talk about in the preview, but it was Hamish Stewart versus John O'Lance. And John O'Lance was out because he had an injury, but um, I think we'll talk about that next week. I mean, I thought Hamish Stewart played well. He, well, he looked good. They call, I, they call him Ryan Gosling up there in Queensland. Um, what I thought was really interesting was despite the awesome performance in the post-match presser, you had um, Brad Thorne saying that if John O'Lance is fit, he's definitely still our first choice. Like, right. what a kick in the guts. To Hamish Stewart after playing so well. Yeah, fair enough. But he's a young gun, Hamish Stewart. He's got to bite his time. You know, John O'Lance, the journeyman. John O'Lance won a premiership. I love the word journeyman. A championship. Just, just the word journeyman's been thrown around so, so much this year. It's the easiest word to cover anything. Like, is that because you can combine two words together, Craigs? Or is that... Mate, we won't get into your articulate okay. articulation. Okay. Um, uh, no, no. Sorry. Um, mm. He can play fullback or 12. He, he won a championship at fullback with the Reds. And Hamish they, Stewart. No, 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 John Lance. Oh, sorry, right, yeah. Go. John Lance. Wait, you want to play? Think... You want to play him at fullback instead of um... Tua, Aiden Tua, yeah. Tua, do you mean? Yes, Tua. <laughs> yeah. It's not Tua. It is Aiden Tua. Tua. No, there's definitely no Tua in there. Yeah, I'm about about ninety nine percent positive that one. Where's Australia? All right, Nelson. Um, so yeah, no, I know. Look, actually, I agree. John Lance, yeah, he was, was good at fullback. Um, but... Play him at fullback. Yeah, all right. For the preview, we'll continue that to be continued. Or watch this space. No, that's too too soon for that. Um, next yeah, game, yeah. Blues Haguares. Haguares. It sounded like a jingle then. Not a song. Was gonna like it. Haguares twenty versus the Blues thirteen. Uh, first honourable mention that I do want to make is to Ali Williams, who um, apparently makes the the preview of the whole. I, I think he was um, actually. Him and him and Sumo were having a good chat um, at the start of the game, but apparently, um, apparently New Zealand can forgive. Uh, we, we can't forgive James O'Connor, but apparently uh, New Zealand can forgive Ali Williams for supplying the bags of cocaine. So um, anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll leave that to we'll leave that to the New Zealanders. Um, but the Aguares we saw. It, the rain was pouring. It was pouring hard, and and that's what you expect. We have, uh, we have actually a, a rain a rain man. We call him Blake Palmer. He was in the, first, the pod. He he was on the first podcast of. of why the did he season. get sacked? Do you know why he got sacked? The weatherman. Um, I don't know because he didn't talk about enough about the weather. No, why, it's because he, he said Malcolm Marks is going to be the biggest dis- disappointment of the season. Yeah, but he was the best. He, the, the fans leader. asked us to sack yeah. him, so we sacked. And he him. thought this was done. He thought this would never get a mention again. We're all about the fans, <laughs> apparently. We're all. About we bring the it fans. back every few episodes. Fans. Yeah, fans. <laughs> in, in brackets, um, but the rain was pouring hard there, and we're going to expect this kind of game, um, and that's probably why the Aguares actually got over the Blues. Um, the, the first one, the first thing came. We saw the the Iwani brothers score nothing, but we generally expect them score some points. Uh, we saw Akira saw how many points did he score, Craig? Do you know? I do. Um, he scored ten points. He scored ten points, and Rico 
25. And 25. So that's pretty poor from the Yuani brothers just generally. It's more than pretty poor, mate. That is god-awful. 35 between them. It They're is. normally good for 40-plus a game each. Look, you guys were asking about it earlier. I said uh, I was. I did start watching this game. Uh, I think it was only about 15 minutes in. Akira got a yellow card, and I decided that was it, and I left and went to the pub. So... Um, yeah, I didn't expect it to be a good game. Uh, I haven't gone back and watched it, and I'm not sure if I will, but there you go. Is that because it hurts so hard? Not because it hurts, just because... He's so he's, scarred. He's, he's yeah, the, no, he is. Is the game worth watching if the Iwanis aren't tearing him up? Let's be honest. Yes, it is, because the Aguara has uh, beat uh, a New Zealand team, which is more than the Australian maybe teams can actually do. I was going to say, it's probably not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a positive man. Um, we saw Augustin Creevy, who's actually your man, something to talk about. He is, he is. Um, he scored a big 48, he topped the round. We saw Guida Petty. Top the game. Uh, sorry, yeah, top the top the game, 48. Uh, Guida Petty, 44. Mm-hmm. Um, the winger, Tamua Manu. Yep. Who? Uh, mm-hmm. who is the the winger for Blues? That's good. Yep. Well done, mate. I got there. Uh, he got he scored a big thirty six. Thomas Lasagna got thirty four. <laughs> mm, hungry. <laughs> Very hungry. And Marcus Kramer, who's actually listed as a lock. So sorry, did Lasagna start then? Did Lasagna start or not? No, he, he didn't. He came off Kramer the bench. started. Lasagna, lasagna came on. Yeah. Right. Um, so this is something... He came on and just added the sauce. Yeah. Right. So I actually said last week that it was going to be Senatore at 8, Ortega Desio at 6. Yeah, Harry, now Harry, Harry said it was yeah. the opposite way around. You guys, mate. He, he, declined us, he declined us respectively. Yeah. Um, and you know why? So the reason why was I know that lasagna... I'm going to call him mm. that from now on. There's no other way. Yeah. That's it. Uh, he is the vice captain of that side. So he was mm. injured coming back from injury. I expected him to come straight into the starting side. I was wrong. Uh, but then he got injured again. So I still expect him to be the favourite over Kremer, who's 20 or 19, like super young. Yep, but they say they want to play Kremer at 7. I guarantee you when he's fit, he will pl- he will start lasagna. No. All right. We'll see. Yeah, that's it. Um, we'll see. Um, but a captainship means, particularly vice captainship, it means nothing this year. I mean, Nick Diaga and Ash Dixon, we go back to them every week. How can, Nick, you, how can you be co-captains and be on the coming, bench all the no, time? Nick Diaga's first week back from an injury as well. I expect Mate, him to start this Even week when as he well. wasn't injured earlier in the season, he wasn't going to start. He was off the bench. I reckon Van Staden for the Bulls, we're getting way off topic, is way better than Nick Diaga, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if Nick Diaga started next week. Yep. This week. We're getting the Bulls game. Get us back, though, get right? us back on track, mate. Please. Kremer uh, scored 34. Buffelli scored 31. Um, and that's probably the best to mention after Chaparro for a prop that scored 29. So. And he kills it every week, Chaparro. Chaparro, he's, it's a he's underrated, to... I feel. For a, first of all, you don't pick Aguada's players generally. Well, but... they seem to actually play him every week now because the main problem with the Hagueros props, because I remember when the when the Hagueros first joined the competition, we thought, oh, the front row could be worth a real look in because it's obviously what Argentina prides themselves on, mm. the scrum. Especially with the, with the new coach. But they just well. rotated them around and around and around. But this year, it seems like they've got a pretty rock-solid formula. So. Having um, said that, I, I think it's pretty interesting that their scrum isn't super dominant. Dominant. Their head coach is a scrum coach no, no, no. that transformed Australian rugby, and they're not that dominant. You'd think that they would spend all of their time on it because that's all that excites him. But yeah. Anyway, returning from injury, we had Pulu who came off the bench. That actually, um, he was okay, but I think he got a negative fantasy score. Minus one, yes. Yeah, negative one. Uh, Gerard Cali Tuoyoti. Had uh, suffered a knee injury, and, and we had a uh, Joshua Goodhue 
uh, with an AC joint and slash he was concussed as well. So he's the uh, the center, Josh Goodhue. Yeah. So we don't really <laughs> care about him anyway. Instead of playing at lock. Yeah, we, we don't give a shit about him anyway. So let's move on. Excellent. To the Brumbies who we don't give a shit about. <laughs> so the Brumbies, hashtag the worst Australian team ever. Yes. Um, mm. I, I'm going to start with the bad on this one. Mm. One of the guys that Is we that said... Is there's no good? Or? <laughs> it's, actually, sorry. There's not even a good here. I'm, it's it's not, it's just... I'm, I'm actually a game old. I just want to hang on the bad from the last one. <laughs> from the Jags. Lendahu. No one mentioned how bad he was. Mm. Oh yeah, no, that's true. Lendahu got a three. minus three. We picked him as our most disappointing player of the year. He got another start. So I mean, all of us think if he starts, he scores points. And minus he, three from him. Well, he has previously. The, the weeks he's got a start, he's got like thirty points. Something been, else close to that. I swear he's a good player. Wait, like he he last year he was the he was basically the best fantasy halfback. Mm, he was. Yeah. So he was second to the King's fly half. Oh yeah, that's it to Schroeder. No. Cronier. Lionel yeah, Lionel. Um, yeah, but yeah. just continues to be unimpressive. So I mean, we're we're both we were all expecting Cubelli to be back soon. That's it. Uh, he's been playing for their Argentinian A side, so mm. I think you may be close to seeing the end of over uh, Landajo. So if you've got him, sell him. That's it. He probably won't even be on the bench. Sell the dream. Like. Yeah. Second best halfback last year, that's boys. It. He's got to come good. What can you get for him? TJ Perinara could never be back. I'll have him instead. He's going to be back soon Well we know Harry's pitch now uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brumby's Crusaders Is what this brings me to Oh god I love you psyched yourself very, up for that one Very excited <laughs> to talk about the Crusaders So excited Not so much the Brumby's uh, <laughs> Now the man of the match Is the, the bloke that came off the bench For Mr. Dag <laughs> Mr. Dag got 20 minutes on this knee Got high shot uh, Chance Penny decided the best way to take him out Was a swing, swing arm to the face Who is sighted Sided, he has been sided. So I mean, originally I thought the yellow card was fair. He, he took a chance. Right. There wasn't, there wasn't a lot of force <laughs> to that. Um, it didn't look super intentional, but probably I don't know. You could, the start of the season when they were being streaked, it would have been red. Didn't surprise me it was yeah. yellow though at this it's time. Definitely yellow. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's been in class as red, so he's gone to the uh, the commission. I'm going to call him the royal commissioner. <laughs> yeah. The uh, this week we'll with, all the bank, with, that. with all the banks, we'll go with that. Izzy Dag collapsed on this knee that apparently the uh, stem cells fixed, despite the fact that there's no evidence to support it. Uh, said, how good do we look getting that right? Nailed it. Yeah. Good old science strikes again. That's it. Um, and I say that really hoping that day comes good. I really love the bloke. What a great player. And wish him all the best. <laughs> Should say that. Not trying to be a dickhead. Yeah. Um, I mean, a bad guy. Uh, <laughs> Matt Daly, on off the bench, 20 minutes in 14 minutes. He scored two tries. Basically racked up his entire score in that time. Ended up on 63 fantasy points. How good, though, off the bench? Like, come on. I was very disappointed because I was up against him this week. And, uh, yeah, 20 minutes of the game, he just comes on. And what's the first two touches well, of the ball? To be fair, yeah, two tries. Right. To be fair, if he started, I would have expected 60 minutes out of him. That's what he got off the bench. Yeah. So he's a gun. Dag won't be back at least for a few weeks, apparently, from the coach. So uh, I love Matt Ealy at the moment. He's one of my favourite wingers. No, he's right do. up there. Yeah. So That's love it. him. Couldn't talk highly enough of him. And we'll talk about in the preview where it's all going to fit back in with Georgie big, Bridge, who will be coming back shortly. Absolutely. So we'll yeah. Big news, there. though. Big, big news. The man that came second is everyone's favourite prop, Wyatt Crockett, coming off the bench in the fourth minute, also an injury sub, 
for Tim Perry, who had a hamstring injury incredibly early. Oh, who no. Knew? Not Tim Perry. Oh, who knew? Don't hurt Tim Perry. Not, not only is he the worst prop in New Zealand, but what prop moves fast enough to tear a hamstring? I guarantee you not Tim Perry. <laughs> so the prop had been pulled four minutes in. I feel like a bad guy again. <laughs> Tim Perry right. hurt his hammy four minutes in. Well. <laughs> White Crockett. 46 points. What a beast. Love him. Everyone, Croc- loves, everyone loves the Crocsillas. He's another journeyman. Oh, yeah. I was explaining to you, I was explaining to you, we were watching the game that he's, he, Razor Robertson has said, he's like, we're going to get him to 200 games. I don't care if he's injured, he'll be on my bench, I'll put him on for the last minute. We're getting him to 200 caps. He's at like 194, 195 now. 194. Think, 19, yeah. He's getting to 200. I mean, 200 caps. No, that when, is when he knocked the ball insane. on. Insane. When he knocked the ball on, he would just squint his eyes like it was Chinese. It really sent me into hilarity. It was actually quite <laughs> funny. <laughs> we're talking about the Crocodile still yeah no it's still okay. the Crockett yeah yeah 100% it wasn't right. me yeah. um, he, okay. he, he knocked the ball on and right. then he would just shake his head and just turn squint his eyes completely it was actually quite funny well look I mean maybe he's part Chinese who knows could be anyway Henry Spate 45 points the most overrated winger in Australia continues to do something the flying Fijian yeah, we'll call him that. Uh, Jordan Tafua, best game of him for the year. I was very happy. I picked him up. I didn't think he was worth 41 points. I think he actually came down on prelims, we decided. He did, yeah. But either way, I thought 41 was very solid from him. Three tackle busts is going to do it for him. Uh, 11 runs. Good. So he, he just he just had a high work rate for this game. Very happy with him. And Sammy Carter, also his best game of the year. I think he was very quiet in the first half of the season. Um, he's starting to turn a corner. He, he was never amazing, but I think he had something like a 26 average. Like one of those weeks you just love to sit in your, t- on your, in your team every week just to score some consistent points. It, so, it was his 100th cap, wasn't it? That's yeah, so if you're going to do anything, it's then. Yeah. But look, yeah. you, you say that, but the bloke made six runs for 20 metres, so mm. he didn't really just... Turn it on. Light, light the world yeah. up, you know? It is Sam Carter. We don't well, expect much. Yeah, I mean, look, he's, if he's doing... He's doing better than Rob Simmons, you know, if as long as he's getting one or zero metres. So, yeah. Um, that's all that matters. That's actually true. Yeah. yeah. Disappointing from this one, the front row, CO12, Alan Alalatoa. Yeah. Again, the, the top... How the mighty have fallen. Seriously, the top prop from last season, I've held him all season waiting for him to come good. He's actually gone down and down the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Seven points. He's one of my favourite rugby players to watch oh, in this country. And yeah, he just hasn't good scrummager. Runs a ball. Yeah. Loves his he's gun at that little short pass oh, as well. He's got skills. He's got skills. Absolutely. Blake and Ever, the lock playing six. This is one of the first times ever that I've just felt so strongly about not picking up. Do you a mean lock Blake? You're never going to be in my team. Now that I just thought about that on the spot. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> he yeah. did play for the Wallabies though. Did that break your heart? Just no, that, he was. That was five lock injuries. That's not. That's barely a cap. I'm yeah, come on. He still has a Wallaby cap. That's like saying when the Crusaders played the Lions, it counts as a test cap. It's just not a test cap. Sorry, mate. Anyway, Issy Nasarani, another disappointment. Well, I think we've already talked about the fact that Mafi was so disappointing. Mm. Nasarani, the other best number eight in Australia. One eligible, one maybe, potentially one day eligible. Uh, (laughs) 14 points for him, which is just... 14. Disappointing. Wow, Murphy's Murphy's terrible game was 28, so yeah. Yeah. And uh, the the tip we all made, other than Nabung, who loves him, coming to fruition, Chance Penny, seven points, because he sucks. That's it. Tim Perry... Hold on, just more on that. 
Chance Penny was world class. Was that? What was, that's what you said. Okay. Never mind. Moving on. Um, Tim Perry not world yeah. class. <coughs> Tim Perry played four minutes. I think he actually got his top score of the season with zero. Oh no way, <laughs> Timmy! Really? Yeah. North. He's that bad. So that's the key. Just someone take hit, hit him and take him off four minutes in. David Havili continues to disappoint on eighteen, and we'll yeah. we'll wrap it up there. Time for Bridge to be fullback, but for the preview. All right, uh, moving on. Last game of the round, uh, and as per usual, don't miss any injuries. Ah, I did. Yeah. Retu- the return of Lalakai Fakosalia came off the bench. That's a fun name to say. It is. Uh, a decent chance to start next week. He looked big and strong, mm. put on a few really solid hits, and the Brumbies are lacking a bit of physicality, so that was big. Tafua, we said, came back, looked really good. I confused him and Kurandrani a few times because they have the exact same haircut. Oh, they were, they were so dead similar. ringers, yeah. They've both gone for the dirty the uh, dirty mohawk. Yeah, exactly. Um, Tim Perry, Dag, both injured. Nasarani injured his ankle, so I shouldn't be too hard at him. And uh, Penny could have been worse. Should have been a red card. So it could have been minus three. Very good. All right, last game of the round. We're only about 47 minutes into this podcast and we haven't got past the entree. But, you know, everyone loves a good entree, though. You know what I mean? You, you love to be full after the entree. We love the garlic bread. That's it. You want to have to, you know, go to the bathroom, spew some stuff up and get ready for the main course. Um, a couple of oysters. That's right. it. All right, so the last game of the round, Bulls and Highlanders now. Definitely game of the round. Oh, how good. Uh, yeah. 28 to 29. The Highlanders taking it on the death knell with a kick from Sopawanga after the 80th minute. What a game. Did you boys back him to kick that game winning game? I did. It was Mate, five, he, five I from the sideline, 40 out, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I did. It was just, just, the, seven, just the way, seven way he, he was playing, the way he was playing that day and the way he just stepped up to that ball is like, I got this. Like, he, he hadn't was, missed one the whole he, night. He, or his, or his, afternoon or wherever, whenever it was played. His body language, he was just, it was all confidence. Yeah, so I backed him for him. Yeah. And now look, uh, just because, uh, even though I already asked you earlier and neither of you could pick it, but um, you've had a few glasses of wine, so I'm going to try again. Who top scored this one? Uh, I know this, because you already told me. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was a Bulls player. It was a Bulls player, well done. You're very quiet, Neymar. It was something that I didn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me neither we, of you. I think we said <laughs> you already asked, but mind you, look in our defence, it's our second bottle of wine. We, mind we, mind we, you, I don't listen to Kagi at all. Well, that shows why you know nothing. But um, give me, give me another five or six seconds. It's not the wings. This is great. See, I was worried that because I asked this question in, in our in our conversation before no, no, the podcast that I had, you know, we waste quality material in discussing what we're going to talk about. And this is perfect. This is even better than <laughs> catching what, you guys it on the spot. Andre Pollard. All right, well, we're, we're not Silence saying, is definitely. You, you get no more time. It was Manus Skuman off the bench oh, for yeah, the Bulls. That's right. The uh, we gave him a few nicknames. Oh, Longhead man. That's it. The surfy. He's. Uh, I call him the Nazi Quagga. Um, you know, Quagga two point oh. Because he has blonde hair. Is yeah, that yeah. The yeah oh, that's it, mate. Name oh. was saying he's very Martin Lang esque. So look, mm. for the listeners, uh, if you don't know who Martin Lang is, he's this uh, Aussie rugby league player who just. Had this certain way of just yeah. running in with his head going back and just. And his uh, hair goes everywhere. Yeah, it makes great. you look more dominant than you actually are. If he starts a game, would you pick him up? Uh, look, I'd consider it, mate. He can, can score a try. Yeah, I, I would too. Look, I wouldn't. If my team wasn't so good, I, I would consider I picking him face. up. I hate his face. Yeah, anyway, look, the reason I. I, I reckon he's, <laughs> he's, he's Quagga 2.0, but really what he I mean is. by that is Quagga like 0.0002. Or basically he's like way worse than the next player that's going to be better than Akira. No. So, um, <laughs> so, moving <yeah>. on. Anyway, <laughs> five weeks in a row. Anyone take five weeks in a row? 
We talked about him because uh, Skuman came on off the bench and top scored this game with 63 points, managing to bag himself two tries. He was definitely had the highest effort level there at the end of the game. I know he's fresh legs, but he was he was going hard at the end there. Um, look, I mean, after that, Andre Pollard, 57 points. I'm going to say well. I'm going to say his he best game well. of this year. Definitely. He's de- from that game. He's just gone. Well, I'm the Springbok 10 this year. Um, that was just a complete performance, and he just controlled the entire bull side. It's got to be down to him or or the incumbent Yanchis now. Has to be. Goodbye, Archies. Mate, Pollard is the real deal. I agree. It depends on the South African structure that they want to play, but... Pollard's in. But Pollard could... Be I, I agree. You, I you heard it here first. No, Pollard... Definitely can... not first, but... <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway, he, no, he was incredible. So um, he had an absolutely ripper game. Um, and look, the other high scores were Jason Jenkins, who was a good kind of one-week pickup. We Jason Jenkins had a few good weeks before, but... He came in and was filling in um, at the flank. Um, so he was a lock, listed as a lock, playing flank. Had a big game, bagged himself a try. 47 points. Uh, and Jesse Creel, 46 points. So big game from him as well. I just said I wasn't going to step in, but... He did. Jason Jenkins I picked up thinking, another lock playing Lucy. But I don't know where he got his points. I know he scored that try, yep. but I actually thought it was pretty shit. Really? Didn't see him much around. But I think he did a lot of carries. He made a fair involved. few hits, but he just he wasn't breaking the line. He wasn't breaking tackles. I think I saw him break one tackle or something. He just, I don't know. I, I didn't see where his points came from. Absolutely stoked that it happened. Didn't see it. You obviously weren't player camming him. Just watching. I, gen- I was. I was. Watching general rugby. I really which was. Which is actually a good thing. Well, look, I, I, I got his stats up in that time. Uh, he had made 10 runs for 23 metres, so not, not a huge lot of metres. But um, made a tackle bust, uh, an offload, a line break, uh, eight tackles, bags five lineouts. So yeah, I'm not, that's he's kind of obviously done the minimum to bag those points. But um, oh, I loved it. Yeah, look, it was good either way. And uh, look, I guess I've talked up Andre Pollard. It's worth looking at his stats as well. He had a try, try assist, bagged all his kicks from everywhere. He had eight runs for 94 meters, three tackle busts, and offload. Um, yeah, look, he was just into stuck into everything. So. Um, yeah, finishing off this game, uh, I mean, the best performer from the Highlanders was uh, Dylan Hunt. Um, Dylan Hunt got 42 points. Um, he did, you know, Dylan Hunt's actually been looking better and better every week. He's, uh, I think he's still second on the um, highest average for tackles per game. Yes. Lapis Labashkakni and then uh, Dylan Hunt. then Daylight, and then Hunt. Then who? Daylight. Daylight. Very good. I'm with you. Um Indeed. Uh, and look, otherwise, talking points of this game, Fletcher Smith, um, the lost child in Kmart, uh, looked Look like he... Right. Looked like he... Yeah. Fl- no, I did want to mention, which was quite freaking cool, mm. um, This the Fletcher Smith try when it had... Um, it passed to Smith and to Smith and to Smith, <laughs> and then he had Smith outside <laughs> option, and they all just scored the try together. It was actually fantastic. It's a family affair. Like, I actually thought that was quite cool. Absolutely. Commentate yeah. his dream, really. You don't have yeah. to think at all. But uh, yeah. look, I'll say he had quite a turn of pace. I did not expect that because he's a short bloke, but he, God, he can light it up. He looks so much better at fullback than He Florida. does. No, so he definitely does. does. Yeah. He's still he reminds there. me of, uh, what's his name? Sharky's fullback. Kerman Bosch? But way worse, yeah. Look, he still no. for mine. For why, mine why, 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 why. I know it's one game, but he looked very similar. No, he did. He for mine, really he good. still doesn't make the team or the bench, but that's just uh, that's me. Um, yeah, I agree. Look, otherwise, so um, so yeah. Uh, look, we talked Marco Van Staden. That's what we kind of got to beforehand. We're saying that he's um, clearly. Well, we think he's much better than Nick Diaga, and the Bulls who have a hell of a lot of um, 
outside uh, back row is um, that he's actually looked very good. He didn't perform well this week, but um, yeah, with Nick Diaga coming back, he might be finding it hard to get a start. And look, the last thing to talk about was uh, returning from injury. Travis Ishmael came back off the bench. Um, didn't really get stuck into that much, but hopefully he'll be really good. Um, and yeah, Nick Diago, as we said, came back from a fractured rib. Um, that's it. No, I'm good, mate. Um, on to the main course. Uh, Excellent. Time for mains. Um, Beautiful. Round 12 preview. Buys to the Sunwolves, Brumbies, and Reds this coming week. So uh, basically... How good is the rugby going to be? There's three teams from the Aussie Conference not playing. Um, <laughs> but it should be better than last week. It should be better than last <laughs> week. We'll guarantee you it's better than last week. There you go. Um, so looking forward to that. But um, it means that there's not going to be just a pick up whoever's playing the Sunwolves this week. So mm-hmm. My whole game plan's ruined. Yeah, can't give you any of that info. But um, look, getting stuck in. Chiefs and Haguares. Name and, and that's me. Like I want to say that obviously the Jags have been very good on the road for the past three weeks. But... Against the New Zealand team, yes, they're up against the Blues, but this week's against the Chiefs. They're just going to turn it right down because the Chiefs going to turn the volume up and just absolutely flog them to bits. Um, we we do have Teleni Siu who is injured. Um, he, he's injured with like a, a puncture to the. I'm going to get the physio to put in there. Fracture. The fracture to the lumbar puncture to the spine. No, no, no puncture. You mean? <laughs> what did you just make <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a physio. You, you ran so with just... puncture. You just put puncture in your head. And you're like, I don't know, but it's it... a puncture of some sort. I know, but he's done for the season, so I know that it's some kind of puncture. Fractured spine. Fractured spine. There yeah. you go. No, no puncture. Just say the and word he's spine. No good. Yeah, and spine. spine. And, he's, and he's no good. He's done okay. for the season. So Teleni Sue is absolutely done. Skis. It's see you later for him. Some would yeah, say. Absolutely. So our boy Peter Gus. Yeah. Peter Gus. Is getting so, so much time. Yeah, yeah Gus. We think that Gus is going to play at eight or um, Ardron, who's currently playing at lock. I don't think that'll happen, but I'm hoping that happens. I was saying, why don't they bring in Allardyce, start him? They've they've got some locks back. Um, It worries me that Allardyce is over at Australia podcasting. Don't get me wrong, love the podcast. But a rugby roundup? Shouldn't he be around, boys? The rugby roundup, yeah. No, no, we'll we'll give him a call out. Code tripping. No, 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 no. no, Yeah, sorry. Also, Brad Weber and Michael Allardyce, shout out to that. They do their co-tripping podcast. I haven't actually listened to it. The two of them were guests that just on the podcast just released today by Mm. the uh, Rugby Roundup Boys. Yeah. How many shout outs can we do? Very good. Um, Yeah, there we go. We did well. Yeah, but anyway, so I'm hoping Michael Allardyce gets back into the starting team and that they move Tyler Ardron into number eight because he, uh, you know, he's listed as a back rower. They brought him in to play back rower. Uh, It's just that he can cover his lock. Um, And... I'm holding the Canada pen now, so very good. That's heaps good for the people that can see this, Harry. Um, and <coughs> um, and uh, returning from injury, we have uh, DMAC. Um, obviously, the Chiefs had a bye last week. We think that DMAC's going to come back. Um, Tony Pulu, with his blonde hair, we think he's going to come back as well. Um, Is it worth pointing out that DMAC still has to have two rest weeks? Yeah. Before June? So there's so, so can we we just clarify four games left. I was, I was listening four, to the. Five. I just want to get the last one out there that we're going to do tonight. The fantasy rugby draft boys who love their work, yeah. love their work. Great podcast. Um, they were they were getting a little bit confused about I think confused. I'm going to say that um, about the fact that the draft the bye weeks have to be 
or the rest weeks have to be before the sorry through the entire Super Rugby season. They have to be before the international break, right? They do. They yeah. have to be before round sixteen or before the end of round sixteen. So when you're looking at these these bye weeks and trying to pick when they are, they don't have until the end of round nineteen to do it. it has to be before round. 17 by the end of 16. Now that you said it, I'm not 100% positive. But no, no, no. To I, me, I remember from looking at it at the start of the season, right. it's before the international break. Okay. Well, that's what would make sense to me. And does that mean that DMAC actually applies to that? Or is yes, that... it does. Okay. Yeah, so DMAC does that too. But it's one of those interesting things where, like Aaron Major's um, take on his first year's coach has been, well, I'm just going to play my best players every week in the case that, look, if they get injured, then that's automatic rest weeks for them anyway. Like, you don't want to rest players early on. So... Um, yeah, look, I think those coaches will have targeted games that they're going to rest players, and for the Chiefs, it's going to be likely when they play the Aussie teams. Um, that's stock standard. But, um, Large. Um, and fair enough, with the Chiefs, we have Sean Steven that, Stevenson that we think that will come back. So what did he do again? He did some kind of leg injury, knee injury, something. Uh, Mr. Casualty Ward. My friend, he injured his knee in round three, warm-up. They never, uh, he, had a, he had the arthroscopy, so it must have been like a little joint line tear. Okay. It's, so it's one of those ones where... Obviously, the back three, they've been playing Alamalu at 15 recently. Alamalu. And they put him back at the wing. Yeah. Um, we're, we're still trying Wainui. to figure out... Well, I knew he got injured on the other wing. I think he injured his shoulder. He mm. did. He'd been, so, he'd been a good fill-in for them. So He has been, but Tony Pulu coming back. Stevenson, we, we guessed, or I guessed, his, his time frame is four to six weeks because of the injury that he had. Mm. So he should be close, but surely that means Pulu is the starter. Yeah. And, and Alamalo, maybe Steven. Yeah, of course. The, yeah. Nato and Alamalo. At 15 assumes. or on, on Nato, Alamalo, 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 Alamalo wing. 11. Yeah. 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 And, and then maybe Stevenson on the bench. On the bench. Yeah. Maybe. Stevenson will be on the bench. He'll be competing for the position to take Tony Puller's position. That's what yeah. I think. But yeah. Puller's being fit first. I think he'll start. And yeah. we're going to have the, the big hitter at 12, right? That, Johnny Fauli. There he is. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Absolute gun. Very good. And look, that's what we think. There's yeah, one more one more person. Obviously, Moyano who got stretched off. You know, who cares? Last a few games ago, stretch it off with but, bruises. Yeah, yeah. all right, man. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's oh, it's so Argentinian for yeah, him. He's a big dramatist, man. Um, should be nominated for an Oscar, but um, he he could be coming back this week for the Jags. So we'll see how he goes. Excelente. And that's it. Wrapped up from me. Rebels okay. Crusaders. Harry, by how much? Exactly. Yeah, Crusaders should absolutely build the Rebels. I'm calling 20 plus. We've already said that we our faith, the three of us, is is gone. The Rebels, I don't think that they've got it in them anymore. It's the same thing we've said. Basically, the Rebels have to run out and score like, I don't know, 25 points in the first, you know, 20 minutes. But the problem with this they is... They need to do a Reds. The, pro- the problem with this is that they're playing the best 80-minute team in the existence yeah. of rugby. They could be up 25 nil at the half-hour mark. I'd still put money on the Crusaders. Mate, they could be up 25 nil at the 70th minute. Okay, no, 70 might be far. 60th minute, and I'd still back the Crusaders to win. Yeah, I wouldn't, but... I think, so, look, coming back from injury, you have, I'm assuming, Dane Halepetti, although obviously one severe concussion and now a second, we think, concussion, but they won't... Let's take a step back. Haylett Petty apparently was concussed last week. We thought Dane Haylett Petty had a shoulder injury and Ross Haylett Petty was the concussion. That's how they came off. Then the actual media said that Haylett Petty had a concussion, so everyone else assumed it was Dane. I don't think it was. I think he had a shoulder injury. But if it is a second concussion after that really severe one, Mm. then that could be real trouble for him for the season. Ross Haylett Petty Petty, Petty wasn't signed, uh, cited last week. 
So it'll be interesting to see if he's back after missing one week from his concussion. I'm not even sure if he's on tour. That's a good but, job from the journos there. Yeah. But Will Genia is expected back this week, which is massive for the Rebels. Not enough against the Crusaders, but massive. Oh, Willie G makes at least a you know, 50% difference. I actually think he gives the Rebels a little bit more of a chance this week. I do, but sadly, counterpoint, Richie Moonga and Jack Goodhue have both been declared fit. Ba-bow. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was, I was never good at division. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, so I, I, I think it's pretty clear where we're going with this. I think points for Matt Ayeli. Yeah. <laughs> Always is. Well, Dag's going to be injured. Is. We know this. Yeah. Matt Ayeli should be starting bulk points. Tamana Valu, do they play? The other question, I guess, the other yeah. question is, Tamana Valu and Dag on the wing, or does the, the rested man... George Bridge. George Bridge get a start on one, and they have to pick between the two. Who we should note, it wasn't in the All Black squad, so it's not an All Black rest week. It's just the fact that he's played eighty minutes every game. Yeah, and has yeah. been exceptional. They're going to play George Bridge on one wing and Tamari Barley on the other. I'm calling George Bridge back because he's in my team, and I want him yeah. back. No, hundred percent. He's actually one of the best players that's going on. He's Crusaders one of the best players in that moment. team. Yeah, absolutely. I'm calling Matty Ali over Tamari Barley. That's my pick. I actually yeah, look. That's I would. Could, I would yeah. say that. I would. I would not have a problem. I, I think I'm going to go kind of specky here I reckon they could throw George Bridge in for Havili at 15 even that'd be great but I don't think that the Crusaders play two big buckle wings they they no, like no, I meant um, well, yeah, they're not going to have Tamani Valu and Mano Taylor yeah. exactly that's my point so there's no other people never mind cancel that they like Havili in the fullback they <clears throat> now they do. I missed this because I've had two bottles of wine in the review but I just needed a little tiny little rant about Tom English I player cam this bloke because I picked him up. Last year he had a 33 average or something and got points still, no matter what. still can't believe that you picked him up. I know, I hate him. But look, the point is, the guy hits every single ruck. Like, <laughs> he looks more of a forward than anyone else in Australia. Yeah, he's a he team has man. The, he team has the man. best team man work rate I've ever seen. We, we actually decided, I was chatting to the boys on Saturday... That you should get one point per five rucks for a forward and two points per five rucks for a, for a back. Tom English would be the best back in the game. The guy hit four rucks in a row. Well, mate, look, I know you've got some sway with uh, the Fox Sports um, stat- statisticians because uh, there's a few dodgy weeks there. I swear you must have called up and lined their pockets to get the win. But um, So I wouldn't be surprised if we see that uh, you anyway, know, for next year. Tom English, dead to me. Move on. Yes. All right, next game. Um, what have we got? Hurricanes and Lions. I'm greatly looking forward to this game. Um, if you want to see some free-running rugby, you want to see some fantasy points, cha-ching, this is a game for you. Um, I guess, notably, Lamape should be back. Um, you know, rested him last week against the Moondogs. Um, that was one of his two all-black rest weeks. And, uh, yeah, for the big games, they're going to want him back. So expect him to... Shred it up. Look, he's up against probably Rohan again. Uh, sorry, actually, no. That's The next point is Mapoi, we think, should be back. Um, there was an article recently just saying that he's uh, back from his groin strain if he passes a fitness test coming up uh, this week. So, look, that could mean anything, really. Could be back to Rohan and Mapoi. Could be Vorst yeah. and Mapoi. Who knows? That's anyone's guess, really. Um, it, it's pro. I don't see their first choice as Rohan and Vorsa. Sorry, all. to be clear, I see, I think we see Mapoi definitely starting, but it's I, it's going to be either between Vorsa and Vorsa. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Vorsa seems to be the favourite so far this year. That's it. Yes. Um, which is it's interesting. I mean, I like Vorsa and Rohan. They both bring something different. Um, but oh, I feel like Rohan has more potential. Without, Look, once, without, once Rohan goes to the severe fat camp, he'll be fine. Well, right. Without Dog Mapo, he's been, I would rather 12-13, Vorster at 13, Ryan Van Rensburg at 12. 
I think that's the best. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, yeah, no, it is fair. Yeah. yeah. Mopoe can earn, earn back his colours on the, on the wing. Yeah, I but. think so. Um, all right, and so... Look, um, yeah, so I said Lamarpe back. Tumanga Allen was off the bench last week. Uh, I'm not, I'm like, I kind of feel like they were just giving Ben May a bit of a victory lap or something, put him out there back against the Sunwolves. Um, but Tumanga Allen's surely back starting. Um, I'll point out, Tumanga Allen got 29 points coming off the bench last week. I was pretty stoked with that. Um, what's the back three going to be? Is, uh, are we talking Hurricanes? We are talking the Hurricanes. Ben Lamb. The Blam. Yeah. Wham, bam, heggy, bam. Um... He will be there, then JB, um, and the big question, the right wing. Who's that going to be? Is it going to be Julian, or is it going to be... It's basically Julian, or it's Nehae. Um, it's not going to be Nehae. Well, they did take or could Ben it, Lamb could off. Could it even be Arsa? No. They, they did take Ben Lamb off for Nehae. 100%. I think it's going to... Like, for mine, Ben Lamb will be starting. Arsa will be on your bench, because he can cover everywhere. Uh, and I think it will be um, Sevilla. I think they'll... Um, they can't really drop Julian Sevilla. Yeah, do you honestly think they're going to give Nehi twenty minutes off the bench and now drop him out of the squad? I don't know. I don't think they will. Now that I've said that, it doesn't make sense, does it? But Maybe. I just I just like Arso on the bench because Arso you, can think, cover everywhere. Well, you've got to think Julian is the favourite to start. Yeah, and Nehi must be ahead of Arso for the bench spot because they're not going to drop him after twenty minutes. There's just no way they need to give him some sort of opportunity to get back to his all black form. They're not going to sack him. What happens then if? Like can't they play a, a five, goes down. Can't they play a 5-3 split? Geordie can actually come in at 10. Geordie no, can play 12. Geordie can play 12. True. And Lamarpe has it. Yeah, but he can. Yeah, fair enough. Geordie can play anyway. Look, um, okay, I think, I think it'd be, you'd be hard-pressed to drop Lamb. Um, and can you drop Julian as well? I think you can drop Julian. He's okay. been dropped before this year. Four. Yeah, I could see them do it. But I, I don't but think they will. To, but to I start with, though, that's what I mean, I'm he had a good game last week. Like Milner just like he came off the bench, he chucked a few side steps. Is he going to start? I know. I still, I still thought it's possible for Nehe to start ahead of Jordy Barrett, which you guys will say is crazy. You're but, crazy. Um, yeah, that's crazy. But I don't just I, because Jordy's so young. You're forgetting that Jordy Barrett was the first choice fullback for the Kiwis last year because he of was. injuries. Because Ben Smith was rested. Yeah. So okay, sorry, he's the second choice then. He's they're not going to start him above him. No way. No, there's not. Okay, so what, gonna do, be what, what, what I actually think Milner's going to be bench this week. What do we all think then? We think uh, do we all agree on Ben Lamb, uh, Lamb Jordy? Lamb, Sevilla, Jordy. That's what we think. Okay. Mm, yeah, bench. no, I agree. No, Neha on the bench. Neha bench. G- goodbye, us. So thank you for your service. Yes. Yes. Excellent. All right. Um, moving on from that, um, I see Harry wrote in here. End of the Sevillas question mark. We're just going to ignore that because both the Sevillas are great. No, I? and I love them. Um, I want to talk about this. Okay, so Artie Sevilla, I think he's dead. You know why? Because he scored really well. <laughs> He scored. <laughs> I love the no opportunity to rebut my point. <laughs> That's good. You know why? I don't care why. Um, no, I, I think he's in huge trouble because, like I said huge. before, huge. Uh, his running game has gone to crap, and that's the strongest part of his entire game. So I don't think he's going to continually score well. I think Matt Todd is significantly ranked above him after this season, so he's not going to be featuring for the All Blacks. So I think he's in real trouble. And Julian Sevilla is hanging on to a wing spot in that Hurricanes side yeah. by the skin of his teeth. If Wes mm. Houston hadn't fractured his jaw, I think you would never see Julian, Julian Sevilla again. Can you imagine as well, if, if if the bus didn't decide to move to 14 this year, he'd still be starting 11. We just wouldn't have seen Blam. Like, that very likely would have happened again. And the Crusaders would be on top of the table. Yeah, pretty much. Um, 
Well, in rebuttal to that arty trash talk, which is all rubbish, um, it's going to be the bench in the. Personally, I'm quite. No, I actually don't think he will. He'll be in the squad, mate. At the end of last year, they said Matt Todd had had earned his place above Arty. And so it's Sam Kane number one, Matt Todd number two, no, Artie so. in the squad. But that's me. That's blind. I don't think so because you can't have you can't have one Richie McCall <coughs> replacing the other. It's Matt Todd replacing Sam Kane. Sam Kane's Richie McCall. Matt Todd's a Richie McCall. Sam uh, Artie Sevilla can play eight. He can play six. Yeah, but they they want they only seven. want a seven on the bench, mate. They're going to have a cure yeah. on the bench, mate. He's no. going to play six and eight. Yeah, they right. don't they don't need more runners. A cure will be starting, mate. Um, hmm? He could do while Kieran Reid is, is definitely injured. It's him or Luke White. He can do it. Yeah. But Matt Todd will not be ahead. Yeah. Matt Todd will not be ahead of Artie Sevilla. I think he was at the end of last year. They said he was. I don't think that he was. But anyway, I'm not worried about Artie Sevilla in terms of fantasy, which is what you guys are listening to this podcast for. Yeah, because because he got 46 points and I didn't see him do very much this week. So we if he's getting 46 without we doing anything, I am a happy man. So... Um, yeah, finishing off the game, Mostert, Locke versus Flanker. Harry was going to have crunched the numbers on those. Have you done that one? I did, I did. Uh, Locke, he's played four games for a 40.5 average. That's played, not bad, jeez. Really yeah. damn good. Wow. Five games at Flanker for a 34.2 average. So somehow 6.3... Way to ruin the trend. 6.3 better at Locke. So do basically, we, yeah. the, the message is, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's do the gun. Do we say part there. of it is, I know this is going to be weird, but when he's been playing seven, I think every game he's played seven, he's been captain. And every game he's played, Lockie hasn't been. I'm not 100% on that, but um, we could check it. And we're not going to because that's going to waste time. So it never sounds, mind. sounds made up. Yeah. Um, uh, and then look. On that, we thought that Kyle Brink is very likely to get back to his starting position as well. Yes, we do. Excellent. Uh, last one here. Yako Creel has signed for Gloucester. So yeah, I'm confirmed. assuming that's for next year. More, just you, you won't see him back again. You know, we already thought no. he wasn't playing this season. But just, right. just a sad point for fantasy owners everywhere. Absolute legend, legend of a player. You will not see him again. He's done. Does that mean that's done for 2019? Basically, no? for me, it no, is. not for the he's already, he's, play 30 tests. He's, he's, he's injured. No, he's injured. Yeah. That. For me, all that means is that unfortunately, I'm going to have to hit listen to Harry talk about Quagga Smith more and more and more and more. <laughs> but that's fine. Um, all right. Well, Neymar, get us onto the Tars versus the Blues here in uh, Sydney. In the um, uh, where's been playing again? North Sydney. Uh, Brook, Brookie Brookvale, Brookvale, yeah. Brookvale Oval exactly right taken up to the northern suburbs um, the, the few questions that we have to ask we have uh, is Israel Folau um, how good is he no, yeah good exactly way. right uh, is he back to the wing or is he back to the gay or back to the fullback no one properly knows um, what what Gibson's actually thinking I don't want to mix he, with Hegarty at the fullback he it's actually so might go to the wing um, the other wing, we think that's yeah. You know, it's, it's just I just missed everything. Now I just said I could, yeah. It's, really, it's, it's going to be maybe Navarro as the unskilled winger. Um, unskilled, no. One dimensional, maybe. Mate, you, um, you were talking a big game about Navarro a few weeks ago. What's going on, man? Have you been yeah, a bit, fantasy points? You've been a bit let down by your man. Please let me continue my stories. <laughs> Um, we have we have no Avoro on one wing. We have Izzy Falau probably on the other, and Hegarty probably at the fullback. Um, I don't know. We're still trying to kind of wait on uh, what we think that Falau is going to be back at, but um, we we do think that it's going to be on the wing. Harry, what's your take? Falau back to fullback, back to wing? No, he'll be wing. I don't look. Hegarty has been all right, but I don't think he's been lighting it up. Mate, who, who else are they going to put on? I think, I think they have. I think we can decide that Curtis Rohn is playing 13 every week. Yeah. yeah um, 
Are we so we, we're sticking with the Nairavoro Newsom? Who else? Sorry, who else? Well, no, is Newsom it going to be? Dropped. Well, then is it going to be Nairavoro and Falau or Newsom, Newsom, Newsom and Falau? I think unanimously everyone other than myself said Newsom did nothing but crap on the weekend. I'll be honest. I go to the Waratahs to watch Falau and Nairavoro play. So yeah. if they want, if, if they want people to come and buy tickets, then just play the two big men, please. You have one skilled winger on one wing, and you have. The you look sound like you're talking about an employment case or something. Like we've got we're one skilled workforce over here. We've got our unskilled. Anyway, continue on, please. God, cracks. Um, that's what I think. Anyway, um, is it going to be the Waratahs versus the Blues? We we think this could be the one game that the Waratahs actually might get up for once. Um, well, let's just see how we go. Um, the the Blues resting some of their All Blacks. Uh, they're they're going to be could be resting Akira, but we're. Well, well they have to rest the two Yuanis in the next five weeks. Uh, I'm hoping they just don't. I'm hoping Tana just goes, stuff the rules, mate. Uh, I need to get a win. So, we'll see. Um, so, the Yuanis could be off and on. We'll see how we go in the team lineup. Um, SBW that I read in the paper the other day that um, it could be actually starting. Um, the, the, the Blues are actually struggling for centre pair ups. So,. Um, SPW could be starting straight on. We'll see how we go. Uh, Tui Pilotu, who suffered an illness last week, who actually have as a manager. Um, uh, we'll see how we go, but it could be probably a rest week for them. Last week for he him. was rested. No, no, last, last week, week. Last week he was sick. They said at a pinch he could have played, but they gave him an All Blacks rest week. But he had an illness, right? Yeah, so he was unwell. That's why they decided just to give him yeah. the week off. Herbie doesn't last for one week. It lasts for the rest of your life. <laughs> um, he's, not, he's not fit out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not the, actually the prognosis, by the way. And uh, Rene Ranger, who someone wrote in the notes, he's a very good player and I absolutely <laughs> love him. <laughs> Rene good. Ranger is actually classic. He's actually a good man. Good. All right, um, well. he, he's actually... For the future, think about him for coming back for the All Blacks. I'm glad, I'm glad to see you can form your own yeah. opinions, mate. That's good. Don't just read what's on there. Exactly right. All right, moving on. Stormers and Bulls. Harry, let's let's kick it up a gear and let's get through it. Uh, I need some composure. Sorry, give me a second. <laughs> Rene Ranger, mate. Um, look, JP Duplessis, we're thinking that he will be the starting fly-off. Boom. Oh, that's stupid to see. <laughs> I tried to trade Nabang for Vilemsi, telling him, warning him of this, but he didn't want to borrow it. JP Duplessis will be the starting player for the next three weeks. You want to know why? You better hang around for dessert, Nabang. That's uh, it. SP Marais, mm. where Ooh, to? He's an unhappy SP Marais, where to Fuck from off. here? The man, as we've said, probably yeah. won't get another run. He'll be on the bench for the rest of the season at this rate because Dylan Lay's just playing well. There's too many outside I'm, backs on the wing. I'd like it to say I'm disappointed that, as we've said earlier, I just picked up Dylan Lay, so I'm not at all here. Yeah, so Dylan Lay's definitely looking better from fullback yeah. than anywhere else in the field that he's played. 5'8", wing uh, lock, wherever he wants to start at the moment. Yep. And returning from injury, you got oh, Franz Malherbert starting surely for the first time. He's been available, I think, for the last two weeks. Wilco Lowe yeah. has started forever, and they've kept talking about giving him a bit of a rest. But where, where is Malherbert? He was supposed to be back last week. There's he's just, available. There's just no word. When, no. Like, actually, sorry, I did, did play a Curry Cup again, I think, for Western Province last Maybe, week. Maybe, I don't know. I didn't see that. I didn't look at his side. Okay, but surely he's back. We know that Agaba had tonsillitis in round seven and was due back round nine, so we think that means he's dead. Um, or just not getting picked. 
Same thing. Yep. And Jamba Yulengo, we keep mentioning, coming back on uh, this really insanely bad te- tendinopathy or overload issue it's of his knee. He's flying so around the world for operations. You never know. We might be back. He's, might probably, got be. DB, he's probably got DVT now. And on, on that, did anyone see Travis Ishmael in a headgear? Didn't he look like a completely yeah, different player? He's worn it once more this year. And I was like, who are you? Yeah, I don't know if you saw it. But uh, he does look weird with a headgear, mate. Just scrap, I, scrap I that. I did see it. I brought it up. No, I mean like earlier <laughs> in the year. Yeah. No, one, one game pr- prior to this week. But, um, so uh, yeah. the biggest news here is definitely Vilemsi, which we'll come back to. Yeah, I just saw are you, a really you having, a, you having a bit of a heart attack over here, mate? <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> really <laughs> fucking hurt. Is he like the best player? We'll come back. Team? We'll come back. Hey, boys. Oh, all right. right. Anyway, so last game of next round, round 12? 11? 12. 12. Good. 12. <laughs> we know what we're talking about. Um, it's going to be the Sharks and Highlanders. So Sharks at home in Durban. Um, <laughs> what's there to talk about it for here? This one. Um, Naholo should be back, so he was uh, just rested last week, had a bit of a hamstring niggle throughout the week, and the Highlanders thought, oh, look, we don't need him against the Bulls, we'll give him one of his AB rest weeks. And they were dead on. Did it without him so, so easily. They did. They did do it. So, uh, Harry, whilst Harry wasn't very happy, he still, we bagged his win, and uh, that's all that matters. So, um, yeah, uh, Ben Smith, though, like, you know, is he going to get a rest week um, just randomly, about to pull that out? Fletcher Smith looks very good at fullback, so... Um, it could be interesting to see Ben Smith have a rest, Naholo, uh, Tavita Lee on the wing, and Fletcher Smith play fullback. I don't know. I mean, they're going to have to rest at some point. We've already identified that um, as the Australian fixtures. We think they'll have they'll play their best team at home against the Lions when they go back. But um, who knows, really? Um, otherwise, Beast hopefully be back from a groin strain. So the Beast has been no, the Beast. Beast has been. Uh, absolutely insane he's, this he's year. He's the second rated prop in the fantasy league. Stop showing. You need to make your writing more le- legible for people to read. Eligible? Yeah, whatever. Um, I'm surprised you can read tracks. So there's no word on Stefan Levis either, um, Levis. who's been very good this year. New lease on life from him. And um, it's a relative word. He hasn't done anything. He just has a. I just mean, well, he's been not terrible. Put it that way. There we go. Um, he's been. Good enough that someone's kept him in his team this year. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and look, um, Frizzell to start. So Frizzell. I was, you know, just listening to the other podcast from last week. Everyone obviously very excited, very hyped around Frizzell, and I'm one of those people. And out of the blue, boom, didn't get a start last week. Dixon's better apparently. Yeah, I don't know. If they're just shuffling it around. Mm. He's just trying to maybe just trying to make sure it doesn't all go straight to his head. Frizzell's clearly better. I, I think um, it's pretty obvious that Dixon is the experienced campaigner. I, they gave him what a week and a half or something of playing well. I think he's going to have to really earn his spot. Clearly, well, I mean, Dixon is an All Black, as we've said before. Highlands um, have this crazy thing that Australian rugby doesn't know about called. Um, it's not with depth. 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 Yes. Mm. No, that's it. So they have um, this ability to make people earn their spots. Yeah. That's right. Um, but look, Sharks Highlanders, what do we see happening in this one? I see a fairly similar story. Like, I mean, other Sharks are back home. Um, maybe, like, perhaps they can they can bully a bit of set piece. If, I think if, the they, Sharks if they really bring their scrum, they can do it. But uh, I think every week the Highlanders just don't get enough credit for how good their defense is. They win the game off defense. <laughs> they, um, they have 30% possession every week. And everyone always talks about, like, oh, how did this happen? Every single week they do it. That's what I mean, yeah. They're, like, the, the Bulls looked... They played some of the best rugby they've ever played. And the Highlanders just defended all it's games. It's typical Kiwi nature. They yeah. have less possession. They manage to pull something out of their ass. Well, it's just they... They actually win the game. They execute every opportunity they, they get. They kick for distance every time. And Homopo and Tom Franklin have, like, 25 averages each from the 50 line-out takes they take every single game. 
Wow, I just looked at how long we've gone to. We're going to an hour and 21 minutes. We are so Which is why we're up to the last part of the podcast. What's the last part of the podcast until? What is it? What you got to do with that dessert? Nice. Um, Excellent. So we're not even have time to talk about that segue this time. So uh, the insight this week, what's um, going to make Nabung cry himself to sleep tonight? The under-20s World Cup is coming up. Um, the first game for that is only on uh, the 30th of May. Mm-hmm. But um, and that's the Springboks taking on Georgia as the first fixture. But as you can imagine, the teams will have to get over there a couple of weeks beforehand. Uh, but even more pressing, um, the junior box are set off today, I believe. They flew out of South Africa onto a three-match tour of the UK. They're playing Wales, England and Scotland. And uh, the, <coughs> head, gone with them. the head, gone with them. headline for that is Damien Vilemsi. So, uh, ah. Nabung's star fantasy player. He's, uh, he's gone. Who's your backup 10, mate? Who have you got? Um, um, I'm actually in correspondence oh. with Al-Qaeda at the moment. <laughs> and, it's um, all right, mate. You've got Jackie D I've, playing the Crusaders. I've so. actually uh, corresponded <laughs> with Al-Qaeda. And I feel like that's, that's enough for that World Cup. That's so, enough. <laughs> So what does that prove, people? That proves the value of listening to a podcast or just doing some research in general. But that's, um, <laughs> you know, anyway. So uh, why is this an insightful for fantasy rugby? It's insightful because um, any players who are likely to go... So under 20, Any players that are under 20 and that are in super rugby probably means they're good enough to make the national under 20 side. So... Um, yeah, are you a pedophile? Expect, yes. Expect them to be gone. Um uh, I mean, I guess we can say the whole Reds team will be gone because um, they're all surely. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the other the, look, the, the other ones that come to mind straight off the bat would be Tian Falcon for the Chiefs. He's twenty at the moment. Uh, hand injury in as as we've seen in the casualty ward, three to four weeks. So that puts him back around then. Okay. I don't know if he's available or not. I don't. He's on that cusp, cusp but yeah. I'm not really sure. All right, well, so he's not back three or four weeks. But, but Marty McKenzie... He, but he could be gone then for an extended period after that. And with DMAC having a couple of rest weeks coming up, Marty McKenzie's value might just be rising. That's it. And since we don't actually have time to discuss it because we've gone far too long, and also we couldn't be bothered doing the research just beforehand, we actually haven't come up with a big list of all of the players who are the under-20 reps or likely well, reps. Well, we did have a look. Not, not that there's, there's going to be heaps. There won't be heaps, but it's just something like Damien Vilemsi getting caught out in him will be quite costly to some fantasy owners. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, look, I mean, last week we talked about Kiwis resting. Um, Another guy on the cusp worth noting is Kevin Zavise. He's 20 years old at the moment. Same year as Tian Falcon. So, he must, if he's available, he must be very, very close to it. That's true. Um, yeah, so, like yeah, like I said, last week we talked about rest, the All Blacks resting. Um, I think we've previously talked about... Um, the All Black camps, or if we haven't talked about those, we'll chuck tie that in here neatly as well. Which is um, so apart from the All Blacks resting, they also have All Black training camps throughout the Super Rugby season. I think there's three of which they might have already had. They've definitely had one. They might have had, They've two. had two. They've had two. Um, and the third camp, April twentieth, uh, is the week of the April twentieth. Particularly likely to affect any All Blacks in the Chiefs side. Um, and other teams, so they won't be flying out on tour. So, so that's round 14. There you go. Round 14, any All Blacks in the Chiefs. So we're talking Sam Kane, D-Mac. Is that it? That could be it. Brody. Brody Retallick. How could I yeah. miss Sergeant Brody? Um, Nathan yeah. Harris still counts as an yeah, All Black. Yeah, Nathan I'm Harris sure there as well. So those boys will not be available on the two-week tour, very likely, to play. Um, so that's your dessert for the evening the insightful analysis or thought that we've had 
before recording Super this podcast. Super full after that. Super full. That's it. Especially after Willimsy really just got my appendix. Yeah, he did. We uh, we did specifically make sure we didn't tell Nabung mm. the dessert this week, just so we could get his honest reaction. I know, I'll be honest. I wish wish we were video recording it. Far it was more, good. Far more entertaining. Than, oh, it was so yeah. good. It's bursting. My it. appendix is done. But um, yeah, look. Any any finishing remarks, boys? Are we all good? We wrapped up nice at a Nelson. I mean, look, we could see if we can get it all out to an hour thirty, one and a half hours. You know, just really ram it home. Uh, well, look, Nelson. Henry Dale should be back from his honeymoon from Vietnam if they can find him next week. Mm. Yes. But Super sub probably will be done next week. So um Cheers to that. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, well that's well, a big big thank you then to A Nabung, the Super Sub filling in on the podcast. It's been great. If it's been good. If you uh, want to keep me on, just hashtag it and uh, save, save now. never never save go it. back never back Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag never back Nelson if you, if you want to keep Nabung on next week. This will serve two purposes: one to uh, to tell us whether you like Nabung or, or Nelson more, but also second to see uh, if anyone listened this far as the podcast. Yeah, so. basically, yeah. Or is it hashtag Nabung never Nelson? I feel yeah. like the triple N. Hashtag triple N, and triple we'll know N. what you mean. Triple yeah, N. Hashtag we'll triple N. N. Hashtag yeah, triple N. There you go. Get at us. Um, all right. Well, very good. Gentlemen, well done. Another one done and dusted. Thank you. See you.